What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Hi, I'm Kathy with a K. And I'm Kathy with a C. And this is Killer Destinations. Today's destination is Los Angeles, California. Many of you are familiar with LA. LA is definitely a city of contrasts. There are rustic outdoor spaces and extreme traffic, ocean breezes and smog, extreme wealth and homelessness. Three weeks ago, one working mom with an 11-year-old son went missing. She had reached high levels of professional success, but in doing so, she may have unwittingly put herself at risk. Before we begin, I want to cite our sources for this ongoing story, because this podcast is actually a collection of a series of different articles, news pieces, and videos. So, Ikid Mel's YouTube channel, LA Times, CrimeOnline.com, ABC News, CBS News, KTLA, LATimes.com, TodayUKNews.com, Fox News, and DailyMail.com. Friends and family of Heidi Plank are turning to the public for assistance in finding their loved one. Heidi was last seen on October 17th in Downey, California, at her then 10-year-old son's football game. Since then, she has mysteriously disappeared. Heidi came to California in 2001 to attend the California State University in Los Angeles, and she's a 39-year-old controller and executive assistant with Camden Capital Partners, LLC, an investment advisory firm that handles wealth management and legacy planning for prominent high net worth people. Heidi is also a resident of Rainier Village, which is in the mid-city district of Los Angeles. And you know, I've also seen her described as an accountant, Kath. Have you seen that too? I've seen the same thing. A couple of different titles. Right. So according to the LA Times newspaper, Mapping LA Project, Mid-City is one of the areas in Los Angeles that has the highest population density. It is considered to be a highly diverse section of the city with the average median age of 31. News footage shows that Heidi lived in an attractive, modern two-story home. Heidi had been divorced from her son's father, Jim Wayne, for approximately nine years, and they reportedly shared 50-50 custody. Now, I haven't seen any reports that their relationship was acrimonious in any way. I, I haven't either. In fact, he seems to be sort of the point person for a lot of the information that's being released to the public. All the news media are interviewing him. Right. I know he was on Nancy Grace recently, too. Exactly, with one of her girlfriends. And um, he seems like a very gracious person who had a very positive attitude toward Heidi. 
On Sunday, October 17th, camera footage of Heidi's driveway shows her getting into her vehicle to head to her son's game in Downey. Now, Downey is in the county of Los Angeles, and I'm ballparking that it's about a 30-minute drive from her home to to her son's game. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, and in the video, you could see she's dressed casually. She's wearing jeans, a white T-shirt, and, and the T-shirt looks like it has some kind of logo on it. I couldn't quite make it out, but it reminded me of like a, a large yellow smiley face. Like from the 70s? Yeah, but I, I don't think it was that specifically, but I frankly couldn't tell. And then you could see that she has a gray sweater wrapped around her waist. She has a purse, and she appears to be carrying an iced coffee. And she also has her dog with her. Her dog is named Seven. And uh, the dog has a, a leash on it, but she's letting it roam around her vehicle. And anyway, so she doesn't appear to be in any distress. But those of you who are interested in looking at photos of her, if you Google her name, there's going to be, I'm going to call them more like glamour images. Um, Definitely photos she's posed for. Correct. And so this footage of her going to her car to get to her son's game is far more natural and she looks very different. You know, you you can't quite see her face, but her hair is a lot shorter and um, I would characterize it as shoulder length and her the sides of her hair are shorter than what you're going to see if you simply Google her image. Well, yeah, because that has her hair going like halfway down her back and it's usually in some sort of curls or waves. Right. And on some of those pictures, like maybe she has hair extensions, but those photos do not look like what her... we'd want you to look for today. Correct. They don't look like her current hairstyle. And we'll be posting this video on our social media channels. We are at Killer Destinations Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Right. So Heidi stayed at her son's flag football game until halftime. And Jim Wayne, again, her ex-husband, was there and was later interviewed. And he said, she didn't seem agitated. She might have been a little edgy, maybe. She just walked up to us and said, we're going to go. There was no explanation. After that... Heidi's son texted her, but she was not responding. One text sent at 730 on Monday, October 18th said, quote, everybody told me I did amazing rushing and blocking. And the coach said when I was rushing, I was fast and got to the QB. I didn't pull his flag, but I scared him. And because he thought I was going to get to him, he threw a bad pass and we intercepted it. That's so cute. I know. It's like, you know, he was so excited about his performance in the flag game. And, and wanted to tell his mom all about it because she didn't see it. Exactly. And so apparently Heidi did not respond because another text said, where are you? Please call me back. You haven't called me back for two days in a row. This text was reported as being the last text to Heidi from her son. Well, and I think it was also highly unusual because everything I've heard or read said that she just doted on him and would have responded to him immediately if he had sent anything. Correct. That's what everybody was saying, including her ex-husband. Heidi's son asked her friend Danielle to check on his mom. Danielle had texted Heidi but had not received a response. But not receiving a response within 24 hours from Heidi did not alarm Danielle. However, she was very alarmed by the fact that Heidi had not responded to her son. Danielle went to Heidi's home and did not see any sign of her, but did see that one of her cell phones was still there. And the reason it was one of her cell phones is she did have two. She had one for work and she had one for personal use, but Danielle didn't know which one this was. Correct. She just saw that there was a cell phone there. 
in an extremely odd twist of events, Heidi's dog was found three hours after she was last seen at her son's football game. It was found on the 28th floor of a luxury high-rise building in downtown Los Angeles called Hope and Flower. Isn't that so bizarre? It is. That's so bizarre. And also, it was a really fancy apartment building. Oh, yeah. No, this, this, I went to the website to try to see what leases went for. And of course, it didn't say because if you have to ask, you can't, you can't afford. afford it. <laughs> <laughs> so according to apartments.com, they have studios to three bedrooms that rent between 2700 and around 9000 Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But I honestly, I don't think you could find something in that building for 2700 because I was looking elsewhere and I saw a 651 square foot one bedroom apartment that was offered for $5,550. Maybe it was a maintenance closet that was going for $2,700. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Let's get three of those. You get to sleep in the game room. <laughs> exactly. But it, but it's a really beautiful place. There are two towers, and it's in the entertainment district of Los Angeles. One of the towers is at least 38 floors high. I couldn't really find out how tall each of them were. But it has pools and a skin bar and a workout room. And I'm willing to bet, being in downtown LA, that that pool is on the roof. Oh, yeah, it is. I think there's three, actually. Of course. Three rooftop pools. Of there's um, and, and there's a dog run on, on the roof. It's beautiful. So, the, yeah, so these people found it wandering the 28th floor. That's what's been reported. Right. And so it's been reported that this couple found the dog and... There's conflicting reports, and of course, because this is such a new case, and because everybody's looking for Heidi, lots of, of conflicting information is coming out. So in this case with the dog, one story said that the couple had called the microchip company or taken the dog perhaps to the vet to get it scanned for a microchip, and that's how they were trying to reach out to Heidi. But I got to be honest, as somebody who has a dog, you don't know if a dog's microchipped, and they're not going to give you that information. So my guess is it was a tag. Yeah, it was probably a well-cared-for dog that had a tag. It was an absolute petunia. But it did come out that this couple that was caring for the dog texted Heidi but received no response. So the question is, how did the dog get there? And the apartment building management, and and this was something, Kathy, you cleared up, which I absolutely appreciate. The apartment building management would not voluntarily give up the video which I thought was odd because why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they want to help unless they had something to hide? So, of course, in my mind, I'm thinking of like, you know, foreign conglomerates who it's a spy building, <laughs> things like that. But yeah, yes, you looked at me like you're looking at me now. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I-, I am sure that many very wealthy people live here. I'm sure this is a highly secure building and the management doesn't want to be liable for anything. So they, they're they saying, you know, it's been reported that they weren't cooperating and acting right. as though it was like, Hence the spy novel. Yeah, nefarious or something like that. But really, it's, hey, get me a search warrant and you'll get the footage. Which the police eventually did. Three days after having attended her son's flag football game, or at least half of it, Heidi was supposed to pick up her son at school. So this would have been Wednesday, October 20th, 2021. He went to school in Westwood, which is a very nice area of Los Angeles, right next to UCLA, but she failed to show. She never picked him up after school. So her ex-husband, Jim Wayne, knew something was wrong. So he went to her home and confirmed that she wasn't there, and he said it was spotless. It didn't look like it had been burglarized or broken into or rifled through. Or there'd been a struggle. Correct. So after that, 
he called LAPD and reported her missing. Jim said she was a devoted mother who would never have left her son. After Jim reported Heidi missing, Danielle, the friend who had previously checked on Heidi, gave Jim the cell phone that she found at Heidi's house. He, in turn, gave it to the Los Angeles Police Department. Remember we had said that Heidi had both a business phone and a personal phone, and Jim did not know which one this was. Neither did her friend Danielle. So Correct. They had contacted, and by they, I'm assuming it's the police, had contacted Apple, and they were able to tell them it was her personal cell phone. And these are the messages we got on it. Correct. Jim also turned over a laptop that the police believe was Heidi's work laptop. Okay, so what I heard about this, too, is that he had the laptop, but he got a call from Heidi's work. It was an assistant to her boss asking to have the laptop returned to them. Yes. And instead... He took it to the police. He did the right thing. He I mean, did, he honestly, did the right thing. It might mean nothing. He did but, the right thing. Yeah. I did not read this anywhere, but I believe that this must have been Jim Wayne's time with his son. Again, they shared 50-50 custody. Wednesday is a very customary day to sort of exchange hands. So between Sunday, his flag football game, and Wednesday... We do not know where in there Heidi went missing because I believe she did not have her son with her and, uh, you know, it was dad's time. What I think is really interesting about that, though, Kath, is that if I don't show up for work one day without calling in, they, my work might not do anything. If I don't show up a second day, they're calling my emergency contact. So it's going to be interesting to see, did she go missing maybe Tuesday or Wednesday when they find her? fingers crossed, pray to God they find her. Right. But if she wasn't there those three days, why wasn't her company calling anyone? And Kathy, that's a great point. What I read, what I listened to, said that the company had been contacted and specifically the uh, her employer, the main guy, Jason Sugarman, had been contacted. However, I did not see anything where any statements were made. I only saw, you know, declined to comment. Right. So we really don't know. Also on October 20th, after Jim reports his ex-wife missing, it has been reported that he called the company that microchipped the dog. The dog has a name. Seven. <laughs> Kathy's not really a dog person. I am too. I've had dogs my whole life up until this moment. But I wonder if uh, if she ever saw the movie Seven. Did you ever see that movie? I did, and she must not have. She never would have named her dog that. She never would have. <laughs> Look it up, everybody. It's exactly. It's an old Brad Pitt movie, but it's super creepy and good. But he looks really yummy in it, so you're good. <laughs> see, there, there's a little bit for everyone. Right. <laughs> anyway, so he gets the information on the people who are holding the dog. And from there, he learns that they've had the dog since you know, the day of the football game. So Which was sun the prior Sunday. Yeah, so they've, they've had the dog. Three days. Bonjour, parlez-vous français? Me neither. <laughs> Despite the fact that I paid for it in college, which is why I need Rosetta Stone, and so do you. As you all know, I've used Rosetta Stone in the past for my German, and it's wonderful. And in fact, my niece is going to be studying abroad this fall, and she's going to be using Rosetta Stone so that she can learn the language and have a much more enriching experience while she's abroad. 
Rosetta Stone has been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. And they have speech recognition, which gives you feedback on your pronunciation. They also have two different options available to use it. It's available both on your desktop and through an app. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Killer Destinations listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Heidi was reported to have recently started dating a man who works for the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative, which is a charitable organization established by Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan. It has been reported that Heidi and her boyfriend had an argument the week prior about him not being able to leave San Francisco to see her. He lived up there. It has also been reported that in the days leading up to her disappearance, Heidi had texted him and said she was afraid and wished he was with her. Nothing else in those reports say why or... When? Yes. Nothing? I I, I just know in the days leading up. I don't know when. But he was cleared almost immediately, correct? Like, he's not a suspect in this. No. And in fact, Jim, her ex-husband, is is very complimentary of him. Says he seems like a good guy and all this kind of thing. But he lives in San Francisco, so I'm sure that was a really easy alibi to verify. And really, thank goodness for him. Right. Because he would have been one of the first people to be looked at. In addition to her ex-husband. Exactly. So LAPD's robbery homicide squad is investigating Heidi's disappearance. Now, it has been reported that a search warrant of Heidi's home was executed on October 29th with the assistance of federal law enforcement. I saw the video. I didn't see any federal jackets. Like, clearly, yeah, you could clearly identify the LAPD jackets. It doesn't mean that they weren't there. Um, they were I, just undercover. I just didn't see him. And the reporter was there longer than I was, so hey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll trust the story for now. Exactly. So with guns drawn and crime scene techs in tow, Heidi's place was searched, and it was reported that items referred to as files were taken. Now, to be clear, this was not reported by law enforcement, but rather by news reporters who were watching and recording the search. Like posted up across from Heidi's house? Correct. Like Mama Famolaro did in episode one? Good point. <laughs> yes. I she was there. <laughs> <laughs> so officers did what they do. They combed through garbage, planters, searched every room in the house, and I'm sure they have their tech guys going through everything they possibly can. And going in with guns drawn wasn't nefarious because I'm assuming they just didn't know what they would find when they were in there. Right. Okay, Kath, you mentioned that there were federal agents there do you know why that would have been well if (laughs) if in fact there were federal agents it was likely because of Heidi's employment as stated earlier she was the controller for Camden Capital Partners LLC also she was called an accountant and an executive assistant yeah that's true that's true an investment company headed up by Jason Sugarman 
who is currently under investigation by the Securities and Exchange Commission. The SEC filed a civil suit in the Southern District of New York on June 27th of 2019, alleging that Sugarman and his business partner, Jason Galanis, working with others, stole $43 million from unwitting pension funds. Jason Galanis is now in prison. By the way, Jason Sugarman is the son-in-law of Peter Goober, who happens to be a co-owner of the L.A. Dodgers and the Golden State Warriors. And he's also the CEO of Mandalay Entertainment. And Mandalay Entertainment is actually responsible for a lot of really well-known, high-grossing, and Academy Award-winning films. Right. I think they produced The Color Purple. They did. I loved that movie. Amazing movie. Yeah. I, like, I think Whoopi Goldberg, as a serious actress, is fantastic. Isn't it funny how comedians always make really good serious actors? I'm thinking like uh, Robin, Williams Robin Williams in the Dead yeah, Poets Society. Totally. Which is my favorite film. Totally. On November 4th, which was actually just a couple of days ago from us recording this, video surfaced of a man leaving something at Heidi's front door. Her neighbor said it was Jason Sugarman who appeared to be dropping off muffins within a couple of days of her last being seen. The video shows the man ringing the doorbell and immediately leaving the muffins on her doorstep and then walking away without waiting for a response. You know, it's so funny because everybody can look this up online, but you really cannot tell if that is Jason Sugarman yeah, or not. I call BS on that. And you know, why would the neighbors know what he looked like other than maybe seeing videos of him or, or pictures of him because of this? But you don't know what he actually looks like. It's kind of the same thing about what we were saying with Heidi. Her pictures don't look like what she looks like now. No, she, they, they, they sure don't. So we're not believing it's him, but whoever it was dropped off the muffins and knocked or rang the doorbell. But they were getting out of Dodge before anybody would have answered the door, even if somebody was home. Right. It was like, ring... Drop the muffins, walk away. Yeah. With all the, the research I've been doing on this, it's clear at some point, you know, the media just grasps for straws. Right. They need something new to report. Right. If, if that were a video in court. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're so sophisticated. We really are. <laughs> but it's like if that were a video in court and somebody says, can you identify that man? Unless you're a longtime friend of Jason Sugarman, you're not going to know who that is. It's been reported that Plank's ex-husband, Jim Wayne, believes that foul play is afoot after the SEC contacted him on October 17th and asked about Sugarman. It was reported that he was quoted as saying, I don't know how she got my name and I don't know how she got my number, but she called me and started asking questions about Sugarman. And this is in reference to the person from the SEC calling him. So this is the same day as his son's football game, October 17th, Sunday. Do you think it was before or after? Did you hear anything about that? I have no idea. And by the way, would the SEC contact you on a Sunday? They would. I mean, honestly, they're like the FBI. The SEC investigators, holy cow, are they good. And they are, they'll get you. Yeah. It's kind of like the U.S. Marshals I was for just the Securities say. and Exchange Commission. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do anything wrong. They're going to find you. <laughs> So Wayne expressed his opinion that, quote, something's dirty here when he talked about the phone call from the SEC. Plank had been working as a controller and executive assistant for years at Camden Capital, also maybe an accountant. According to Jim Wayne, he thinks an investigation into Camden Capital is warranted. This is what he is quoted as saying, quote, she knew everything. She knew everything. She knew everything. Unquote. It was bone chilling because then the reporter asked, do you think maybe Heidi knew too much? And how did he respond? 
it occurs to me every second that she knew too much. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Yes. The case of Securities and Exchange Commission versus Jason Sugarman was filed in June of 2019, as Kathy had said earlier. The complaint contains allegations against Jason Sugarman that have not yet been proven, and I want to emphasize that. Bolded, underlined several times, lots of exclamation points. Correct. Correct. So this is just a civil complaint, and it's very, very detailed, but it's still... Which we won't go into. Right, but it's still unproven, and so... Um, but it and, could it could play a part in her, in her being missing. Yes, abs- it absolutely could. So according to court documents, the SEC alleges that Jason Sugarman and eight others engaged in a fraudulent scheme to issue and sell worthless Native American tribal bonds to the tune of approximately $43 million. These bonds were, in fact, issued and sold to unwitting clients of two investment companies that Sugarman and his cohorts controlled. So the primary players were alleged to be Sugarman and Galanis. And Kathy said earlier, Galanis is in jail. He's currently in a federal prison for his role in all of this. And honestly... When I was reading through the complaint, it is a multi-layer scheme that, um, I mean, honestly, you have to be a very sophisticated individual involved in high-level financing to even have achieved this level of fraud, frankly. Well, and you're right, and he must have sophistication coming out of his eyeballs. Right. Because he's actually in prison for 173 months Galanis. I'm sorry. Yes. Jason Galanis is. Only 60 of those months are for this case. The other 113 are for another arrest. Oh, wow. On fraud. Wait, Galanis was the guy, now that I think about it, they refer to him as the porn king. Yes. Because he purchased a credit card processing company that is used to obtain porn online. Wow. Yeah. So he's the porn king. But the porn nah, I don't think that makes him the porn king, but <laughs> sure. He probably calls himself that to make yeah. himself get laid. He was probably like, call me this. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, through the SEC lawsuit, and again, this is a civil matter, the SEC basically is saying, Hey, Jason Sugarman, we want you to give back all of your ill gotten gains. They estimate that he came out with about $9 million. That was his personal profit? Correct. That he used for, that he basically siphoned for his personal use. So they want the $9 million paid back. They want him to never act as an officer or director of a public company, and they want him to pay a civil fine. I have no idea what the civil fine would be. So what does this have to do with Heidi Plank, you ask? Mm, I don't think I asked that. (laughs) You should have. Our our listeners are asking that. Clearly, you're not an investigative reporter. I I should be, though. (laughs) So it has been theorized that Heidi may have knowledge of action taken by Jason Sugarman at Camden Capital Partners that was designed to facilitate fraud. Portions of the SEC complaint essentially allege that Sugarman had his assistant incorporate a limited liability company, a fake limited liability company, bearing the name 
Bally Bunyan in Nevada and open a bank account in the same name. When a wire transfer to that account was rejected by the bank, Sugarman directed his assistant to a branch of a bank where Sugarman had a high-level contact. This assistant opened a bank account in the fake Bally Bunyan name. It is alleged that Sugarman facilitated the process by introducing his assistant to the bank officer as a manager of the fund. After that, $5.4 million was wired into that account. And there were a series of other transactions that happened from that account, but I'm not going to get into it. And here's the thing. The complaint talks about, quote, Sugarman's assistant, unquote. And to be clear, it does not identify the assistant by name. And Heidi's title has been different. One of them was as an assistant, but also controller, also accountant. It could have right. been anybody. Controller, accountant, executive assistant. She wears different hats depending on what you read. If the assistant was in fact Heidi Plank, then she had direct knowledge of the fraud. If the assistant was not Heidi Plank, she still may have been aware of the alleged behavior of Jason Sugarman. Which makes her very dangerous. So a prayer vigil was held in downtown Los Angeles on Sunday, November 7th. Sunday marked three weeks since Heidi's disappearance, and the candlelight vigil was held at the corner of 12th and Flower Streets, which is the location of the building at which her dog was found. Heidi's mother was quoted as saying, I'm in prayer. I'm a Christian woman, and I've been in constant prayer, and I have a lot of people praying for her. All my family and friends, and that's about where I stand. Jim said his son saw a photo of him and his mother the other day, and he just broke down and said that he just wanted to talk to her one more time. That kills me. It does. It absolutely does. This kid has to be scared out of his mind. And by the way, he turned 11 while she was missing. Oh. Talk about the most depressing birthday of your life. Uh, that's, uh, that's, I don't even know what to say to it's that. It's heartbreaking. It is. That's the perfect word. Jim is quoted as saying, we are just hoping for a miracle and that she comes home. And we are getting further and further and further away from finding Heidi as the days go by. Friends continue to put up posters in Los Angeles, post on social media, and give interviews. Heidi Plank is a white female aged 39 with blonde hair and bright blue eyes. She is petite, only five foot three inches tall, and weighs 120 pounds. You know, real quickly... I've seen that she's 5'3", 5'2", she's 100 pounds, she's 120 pounds. The bottom line is she's a tiny lady. As Kathy said, the last video showed her wearing jeans and a gray sweater, and underneath was a t-shirt with what appeared to be a big yellow smiley face, and she was driving a 2017 gray Range Rover with California tags, U as in Union, 840X as in X-ray, zero. And by the way, her car has not been found either. So her purse is missing, her car is missing, her work cell phone is missing. And Jim had actually said when he went to pick the dog up from the Hope and Flower apartment building, he went and looked into the parking structure just to see if maybe her car was there and it wasn't there either. I am really hoping that in the very near future, the robbery homicide detectives are going to be able to reveal something about what the footage showed 
from that apartment building. And I'm sure if it shows something that maybe the public can help with, they will. Correct. When interviewed, Jim Wayne said, we have a little boy at home who's looking for his mom and we just need to find her. If you see her or have any information on her whereabouts, please call the LAPD's Missing Persons Unit at 213-996-1800. There is also another phone number that you can call during non-business hours, which is 877-527-3247. If you wish to remain anonymous, you can call LA Crime Stoppers at 800-222-8477 or... Go to L.A. Crime Stoppers, that's stoppers with an S, lacrimestoppers.org. We will also be putting this information on our social media accounts as well. If you liked us, and only if you liked us, (laughs) please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And please follow us on social media. We're at Killer Destinations Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.